Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast. Talking Codswallop, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. With me today, I have got two of the craziest people that I know, and I'm the third craziest person in this family. Welcome to the Williamses! Yay! So we've got Lee Williams, which is my big brother. Hello. And we have got Jenny Williams, which is mum. She will be referred to as mum. She won't be referred to as Jenny, because that's weird. Hello, everybody. <laughs> the plan is to talk about talk fun. about my fabulous life, <laughs> the mysteries that behold me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so start, tell us some stories. Well, it all started when I was a baby, <laughs> <laughs> and Granny was in hospital. Yeah, and she was about to have me, and apparently there was a nasty midwife in there who kept on telling her not to make noises or anything like that so she ended up biting her lips so hard while she was in pain having contractions with me that she bit her lips so hard that she ended up with a really big gouge in her lip but i'm here i arrived tell her to be quiet i don't know it was really weird in those days it was different between having lee yeah. And having you, when I was mm. having Lee, it was... I know, you, I was you, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you weren't allowed to You weren't allowed to sort of get out of bed, you weren't allowed to do anything, you weren't allowed to ask for anything, you just did as you were told. When mm. I went and had you, you know, you could ask for all sorts of things and, yeah, so it was totally different. So in that time, in that day and age... Yeah, you know. obviously in the days of the horse and cart. In the days of the horse and cart, exactly. You know, you had to do as you're told. Well, that's that's how it is, isn't it? Doctors nowadays, you know, it's totally different. Doctors yeah. ask you what's wrong with you now, don't they? Yeah. They don't tell you what's wrong with you. No, exactly. You know, so. yeah. yeah. Thank God for NHS Direct, which is... Yeah. A, Thank God a... for YouTube. You can find that anything on YouTube. <laughs> How to deliver a baby via YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, should get, we should look that up and see if it's on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't be interested. Yeah. Yes. We're here to get to know Mum. But also, just to fire some crazy questions at her, but also it's all about Lee as well, so, you know, you're in the room. <laughs> all about me as well? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it all started when he yeah. was born. <laughs> when I was born. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, I, for me, I suppose, if I'm talking about, like, my my relationship with Gemma... Yeah. I suppose, I think, for me, I thought I'd always... I was always, like... The the lonely only child. Oh, very sad. 
sat in the corner with his thumb in his mouth, quivering, when am I ever going to have a little brother or a sister? And, oh. But I always wanted to have a brother or a sister. So um, when Gemma came along, it was, yeah, it was a big thing for me. It was a big thing for me. And I think mm. even though the our age gap is... What was it, 10, 11 years? 11 years. 11 years. I won't let you forget it. No, I know you won't let me forget it. I'm always 11 years younger than you. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's sort of less than it, really. It doesn't seem to sort of make a a difference now. Of course, because when I was sort of, you know, when I was 18 and what have you, and I was going off and getting drunk and doing things I shouldn't be doing, Mm. which I'll come back to maybe in a minute, and then... uh, um, we definitely will be coming back to that. <laughs> oh, bugger. <laughs> you know, it was different then because Gemma was younger, you know, and, and sometimes it's like, you know, he's like, oh, you know, don't do this, don't do that, you know, and I didn't feel like I was maybe the brother I could have been back then. But I said, now, that age gap doesn't mean anything. No. So it's like now we're always here for each other and I think we've, we even though sometimes yeah. we're not always, we don't always able to see as much as we like, of each other, mm. we're very close. Yeah, we're there for each other. Yeah, I think yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to go back to that story now, don't you? <laughs> well, I might tell it. <laughs> Shit, bag. <Yeah. laughs> don't say that on the microphone. You can say shit. <laughs> shit, fuck bollocks, ass. Oh no! no. <laughs> well, don't say that in front of me. You're in no c words though. Oh god. Oh, no cock. <laughs> <laughs> Crayon. Crayon. <laughs> Go on, Mum. Your turn. What, what am I supposed to be saying? Coffee. Swear word. Oh. Farkleharsen. Now, where did that come from then? Farkleharsen. Farkleharsen. I don't know. I just heard it once and I thought, oh, that's a weird name. Because that's the name of somebody. And I Is thought, it? Well, yeah, somebody's name. Farkleharsen. So I just thought it sounded like a swear word. So I used to just say it as a swear word. Yeah, because I didn't want you to swear. Not a good job I did there then. <laughs> you didn't want me to smoke, but on this week's episode, I, I told the story of how Dad let me have a cigarette at the age I know, of seven. I said to him, Give her a cigarette, let make her smoke it all the way through, make her take long, d- deep breaths. Deep, deep breaths. She said, Oh, these are nice, aren't they? Can I have another one? <laughs> No, it wasn't quite as quick as that. But yeah. a day, no? Yeah. <laughs> well, 20. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, so the story that oh, the listeners are all waiting for. One evening, Gemma's big brother went on a night out, aged 18, so I was seven, and he decided to get really, really drunk. <laughs> it's my good voice for the story. Do you want to fill in the blanks oh, of what happened? Yes, all right. Um, <laughs> well, it was it was one of those things. It's the first time I'd been out properly drinking with with mates, and yeah, <laughs> and you made a good job of it. Well, I made a bloody good job of it. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like you know when you go out drinking and you you know that you have to get home in one piece. And so I was like holding on and holding on. Key went in the front door. And then the rest sort of... I literally let go. Um, basically managed to get up the stairs. Sort of almost managed to get into bed. And then decided that I needed to go to the toilet. 
went to go to the toilet at what I thought at the time was opening the toilet door and going to the toilet, but I hadn't even opened the toilet door. I hadn't even opened the door. I was Your outside, bedroom door, you mean? Yes. Yeah. I was outside Gemma's <laughs> bedroom door, and I just peed up against the door. <laughs> but then later, was it later or straight after that? Horrified. Yeah. My mother came out and said, Lee, what the hell are you doing? I'm having a pee. Get back into bed. No, I need the toilet. I need the toilet. At least it wasn't a poo, eh? (laughs) (laughs) So I finally got him back to bed and and that's where he stayed until about 12 o'clock the next day, I think. Yes, but... but (laughs) He forgot about the blue roll. That's why I've just come the blue roll. I put the... Yeah, there was a big... The big industrial blue roll wipes that you can get on a big, big roll. I decided, because after I'd been to the loo in front of Gemma's door, oh, blimey, I've done something wrong, I'd better go and mop it up. I'll just plonk this big blue roll in front of her door so when she comes to get out of bed in the morning and go out, I can't get out of my room. I'm locked in and it stinks of wee. <laughs> So if anybody thinks that I'm nuts at this point, <laughs> these two are the reason why. Yeah, it's <laughs> Well, we do like to see the, the lighter side of life. We've yeah. been through enough crap, so... We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah. yeah, you have to see the funny side of life, don't you? You definitely do. And growing up, what was it like for you, Mum, growing up? What do you want to know? What, what do you mean about my childhood? Yeah, what was your childhood like before you were 16? Because 16 years had quite a traumatic uh, yeah. experience, so... Well, it's interesting, really, because where we live now, it feels like I've done one great big loop, one great big circle, because we're more or less back where I was originally... Yeah. Where I originally lived. I mean, I was born in London, in Romford, an uh, old church hospital in Romford, Essex, and then when... I was about two, I think it was. We moved down here and we had shared rooms, which are just down the road from where we are now. She's pointing just so the yeah. listeners know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might want to know where, you know, which direction. <laughs> and um, it was shared rooms. And it was most peculiar, really, because if you wanted to go to the toilet or anything, you had to go through their dining room to get out to the outside toilet. Oh, OK. And it was a bit weird. And I remember having to knock on the door. It's funny how you remember things. Yeah. And I remember knocking on their door and they were all eating. And I had to sort of say, excuse me, is it all right if I go to the toilet? You know, yeah, yeah, you can go on through sort of thing. So but it, it just felt like a really big deal to me to have to do that, you know. Yeah. But they were nice people. Yeah, so we, we were okay. And then at the time we were on the council list oh and while we were there I remember big uncle Alan my dad's brother mm-hmm. he rolled me up in a mattress once because he came down to stay and he rolled me up in this mattress that he put on They, mum and dad had put on the floor for him to sleep on yeah and I, it was so scary I can I can remember even now feeling scared because I was in this great big tunnel you know <laughs> and it was like this huge thing wrapped around me you know but um, that was another memory of that. Was that the place where you um, flung your knickers in the, the fireplace? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was... Uh, yes, I was dancing around one night. I was supposed to be getting ready to go to bed. 
took me knickers off, was flinging them round, whizzling them around on my finger. And it went, phew, straight into the fire. <laughs> oh, you haven't changed one bit. No, I'm still, still flinging me knickers yeah, around. Still an exhibitionist to this day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why, why do you think we haven't got a fireplace? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was that. And then we moved, we were on the council housing list. And they were building new houses or new flats. And I can remember being little and sitting on this toilet. It was our toilet and it wasn't outside. It was our toilet and I used to just sit on there and sing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I used to just sit on there and sing. I remember as well, it used to be so cold in there because you didn't have central heating or anything. And in the winter you'd have... Jack Frost, you know, all these lovely patterns on the windows. That was on the inside, yeah. you know, all these lovely patterns and things. You knew how to we dress to... for the occasion, dress yeah. up for the weather sort of thing. Yeah. And then we used to put make lollies, but you'd put some... What, stick of... them to the window? <laughs> no, no, we used to just stick them, in, stick them in a tray or stick them in something or other, you know, with a little stick inside and stick them outside. Yeah. And you'd have ice lollies, you know, so... That's how we made our ice lollies. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, there's lots of little stories, you know, there's lots of things, but that was mostly when I was younger. And then, of course, Auntie Linda was a baby then. So that was me and Auntie Linda. And then Granny was expecting Uncle Alan. It was wicked, really, because Granny, you know, she had a wicked sense of humour as well. And she knew that my dad wanted a boy... So she got Auntie Pat, who was the neighbour, to pretend. She got into bed, knew that Dad was coming home, yeah. got my dolly, <laughs> wrapped it up in a blanket and told him when he came in that she'd delivered a little boy. <laughs> and he was so chuffed. He was so chuffed. And they were, they kept it going and kept it going. And then when he t- when he looked at it and he realised it was a doll. Oh, do you know, I thought afterwards... That's wicked. It was wicked. It was oh, wicked because he was so pleased. But that's how she was. She was evil. <laughs> she was evil. But they thought it was funny. I didn't think it was funny, actually. But, but of course, then Uncle Alan came along and he had his boy. So, yeah, that was that. And then... <laughs> well, it's a good, it's a good job he did have She did have a boy, wouldn't it, really? <laughs> it was, yeah. It was. Because you didn't know in those days what you were having. Mm. It's not like now with technology, you know what you're going to have. You can have a 3D print out now. Can you? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, 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 nice. Yeah. yeah. You can say how ugly your child's going to be before it's born. <laughs> you say, no, I'm not having that no, one. No, I'll change that Put one. Put it back, I'm going to have another one. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, they all look like Winston Churchill anyway, don't they? <laughs> well, well Lee, Lee looked like a policeman in the helmet. <laughs> policeman's helmet, yeah. 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 Bullet head. Oh, bullet head, Yeah. <laughs> Gemma was beautiful. Oh, of course, I was absolutely Gemma beautiful. Gemma was beautiful, but she yeah. had gorgeous long legs, and the nurses used to say, my God, I've never seen a baby sitting up like that with her legs dangling over the side, <laughs> breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> she just looked as if, you know, okay, instead of like being cradled, she used to just yeah. be sort of sat up there munching away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I was all legs, wasn't I, basically? You were all legs, yeah. 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 My feet were huge. <laughs> feet were huge. But Still are. I can't believe, when I look at you two, that mm. I've given birth to you both, because you're both, what, six foot odd? Yeah. 
know. Yeah. And I'm only well, I'm 5'11", but yeah, still. Well, yeah. Yeah, getting on for six foot. Yeah, yeah. but six foot odd, and there's me, tiny little. I was quite surprised how big you were. You know, really, but yeah. What do you, you remember? Me? Yeah. What do you remember? Crikey. Right from my childhood and right up through, or just anything. Just anything. Just anything. Yeah. Well, I suppose. I suppose actually, this is quite apt that we're doing this because more recently, where I've started doing my course, this brought up a lot of things where you have to sort of look into your past or good stuff as well. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember a lot of have happy childhood memories, particularly at Granby Close. Oh, that's good. Yeah, particularly at Granby Close, both when as a small child living with mum and gran and auntie lynn and uncle alan in a two-bedroom house mm. and with the extended family of neighbors and everyone it was yeah it was really nice it was a really good childhood and also i can remember i can remember when dad came along and when and when dad came along and then when we moved we were all at 64 granby close and then Gemma came along and it was all like everything was complete Mm. And it was really, that's how it felt. And, and I you were adopted? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Although I still don't understand no, neither the ins and outs of that. No, I mean, I understand Dad adopting you. I can never understand why I had to adopt you because you were my son, but there yeah, was a legal reason. There was a legal reason. Probably for the name. Yeah, I change. think it was for the name, yeah, because probably. I didn't understand that when my passport came up recently, wasn't it? Yeah, and I had to get my passport and. Yeah, God, anyway. I think from. For me, like our our relationship, like us us three, mm-hmm. as it is now, mm-hmm. I think it's grown. I think we're all a lot stronger from from what from, we've been from, through, from what everything we've we've been through. Mm-hmm. And it has to be said. And I know you want to keep this light, but it has to be just. No, tu- we can t- it, it just yeah. has to be touched on. You know, what we, doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, yeah. There's been there has been an awful lot that's gone on. Yeah, but. You do find that when you come out the back, when you come out the back end of that, and you get times when things start to look a bit, you know, pear shaped again. That you think actually, been through this before. We can cope with this. We can we can deal with this. And we've always kept a good sense of humour mm. all the time. And one of the biggest things is what I want to touch, what I wanted to touch on because it's relevant to Dad now, mm-hmm. right? One of the biggest things that I'll always remember, which is funny for me, was when mine and Gemma's dad wasn't very well and he was uh, in the hospice, dad would always be the type of person that he would always show his feelings in a, in a, in a way in which it was sort of really supportive. If I, had, if I pranged the car or something, he'd be there like a shot. Mm. He, was, he was like more like your man's man mm. than anything else. You wouldn't necessarily give you lots and lots of cuddles and say no. he loved you lots, but yeah, exactly. he would show his love but in that, a different that's way. That's how he would show, yeah, show his love yeah. in a different way, which brings, which actually brings me on to really well the next point, which is when he was in the hospice, there was a time when he was sat in the wheelchair and I took him into the uh, tea room, I think it was, and we went into the tea room, got a cup of tea, having a bit of a chat. I'm just out of the blue, and it was completely out of the blue, and he's never, never, ever done anything like that before. He said, I love you, and I said, oh, oh, I love you, like that, and I felt quite emotional, and he said, give us a hug, and I gave him a hug, and he said, I'll stay there, and I give him a hug, and I went, oh, God, and he'd blown off, (laughs) (laughs) and he said, 
that's for you. He went, and, that, and, and that was, and, and I know that's, I, and I know that it seems like everything that we've, a lot of what we've spoken about yeah. so far, there's a lot of toilet humour. Yeah. Yeah. But the toilet humour does have a have a thread through our family, and it does seem to lift everyone's spirits. Yeah, a bit windy. Yeah, a bit windy. But the point was, that was. For that me, lovely, that was yeah. a, that was a memory for me that is sort of like really, really, really stuck with me and made me made me roar. You know, I thought that was hysterical. You know. I hope the smell of it didn't stick with you. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it did. Thank God, no. Oh. But it's yeah. But it, you know, and I think it's when you. I've forgotten that. So I when you sort of think back to the times when you know mm. when it's all, when it's bad, and then you think bad, and then you think to that. Mm. It's like it's not really. Doesn't really matter because we've always yeah. kept a sense of humour, all yeah. of us. And that's I think I think at the moment that's why it's a bit difficult for me. With my my best friend is in the hospice now, and um, she hasn't got very long. And it was the first time I'd been back to the hospice since. It was very brave of you, if I can be honest, to yeah. go back there. It I know it's your friend, but it was hard. Yeah, it's hard, and it and it is hard. So I don't know that I could go back. No, it, it it is hard, and it it was felt really weird, especially walking along that same corridor, mm. and um and and also seeing her with that same gaunt look. Yeah, mm. you know. But anyway, that's that's by the by. But yeah. it's a wonderful place. Oh it's, yeah, it's an absolutely wonderful place. Yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, it's just so peaceful and lovely there, really, for, for what it is, you know. But. Uh, Anyway, on a lighter note, let's let's. That's talk all right. We can else. talk about human stuff as well as funny stuff. It's, yeah, I know. It's about us. I don't want to end so. up in tears. No, <laughs> but I think I think I think that's the other thing is you know we don't want to you don't want to dwell. No, no, no. And I think because that's I, a, I think this I think if you don't mind me saying as well, I think this is why it's it's it's, m- it's made us all <laughs> live more for now. Yeah. Mm. More than anything. Mm. And just and just to ex- and and to use the past as mm. a tool for learning, you explore it a bit, but don't dwell in it. And can I just ask you, Gemma, what do you remember about your childhood? I remember going to you know our caravan holidays and mm. things, which were lots of fun. You know, I even to the point I remember. You know, we went to Brewers Key once, and there was a discovery centre, mm-hmm. and it was like a scientific place where you you know, put your fingers on a ball and it makes your hair stand up sort of thing oh, yeah, and yeah. all that kind of thing and learning it's actually a learning thing but it was a lot of fun as well that was that was on your birthday it was yeah so I remember that yeah I always just remember being happy so mm. and that's the main thing isn't it mm. but I also kind of lived I pretty much live in a bubble so it's kind of like I just bounce from side to side and just float along. Mm. But then I a go. lot happened to you as well, and because I mean you were only thirteen when Granny died. I was twelve, yeah. Oh, you're twelve, were you? Yeah, it was just before my thirteenth birthday, right, but still, yes. yeah. Yes, and then Granddad died a week after your thirteenth, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, all the grandparents died quite. Young. Everybody, yeah, because everything sort of happened all at the same time, didn't it? We lost. Yeah, everybody. I and think I was and I was menopausal at the time, so it was all a bit of a <laughs> dear. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. One thing that I always remember was once when I turned around to you and I said, "You're not my real brother," and it it still haunts me to this day. Even though I know we're cool and we're fine about it, mm. but you are my real brother. 
And I would never say that ever again, but just mm. to remember the look on your face when I said it, uh, how much I devastated you. What was that? Were we just arguing about something? I think we were, yeah, I think we were arguing about something or, you know, because it, it was very rare that me and you actually argued about anything, really. Yeah. Because I think that age gap it's helped. Age. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree with that. There was only ever one teenager in the house sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, when I when I said that to you, it was just like, you know, there was an absolute look of devastation on your face and I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you could, you could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then that's only because that's only just because of my sensitivities at the time. That's it's not. Yeah. I, I knew that you didn't mean it. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know. You but say things, yeah, but I, I know it what is you mean. funny how these powerful things. Oh yeah, stick in your mind. Yeah, you know, like like I just said about me being in this, in this rolled up in a mattress. Well, yeah, you know, and that's when I was two. But well, it, it frightened me. Yeah. You know, so these powerful memories stick in your mind. And I, I, you said about powerful things sticking in your mind. It's sort of just going back to what Gemma was saying about the age difference and how now it's better that it's the way it is and the way we are mm. is much more sort of, you know, that's just... Free-flowing. Free-flowing now, mm. yeah. Because I think back then, with that age gap... I was off getting drunk and being a teenager and everything else, and you were you were little. Mm. And if and and I have said to mum before now, you know, I, I have regrets because I think to myself, well, I have regrets now, mm. but I didn't at the time because I didn't for know. What? Because I thought to myself that I wasn't there for you then. Yeah, but I didn't need you. To Do be. you know what I mean? But yeah. like, mm. but like in the brother brotherly sisterly mm. capacity of, <laughs> of of having like. What you what people would say in inverted commas is like the normal sort of relationship where you know one's the sibling rivalry and that sort I'm of thing. I'm glad that I'm glad that we didn't have that because you know it is made us a closer. But that yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. And that in hindsight now I agree with that. Mm. But then that's only because I've allowed myself time to sort of look at that and process that and go actually no, it's probably better that it was like that. Mm, yeah, you know, it was because I mean, there's a lot of families that don't even like each other, and I mean, no, I know, you know, you are only half brother and sister, literally, biologically, biologically yeah. yeah. But the very fact that you two are, to all intents and purposes, but true brother and brother sister, and sister. Yeah. you know, yeah, and that, and I think, and, and that's probably more closer relationship than some actual yeah. families. There's have. more, so, yeah. There's more, more of yeah. a, a ground and solid ground in there, and it's also. Than, <laughs> it's also nice for me to know that when I have gone, can you, I can hear a tune being played on the world's smallest <laughs> violin. <now. laughs> when I have gone, you have got Hurry each up. other. Yeah, yeah, no. Where's my each inheritance? <laughs> when you have gone, you sorry, mum. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No. But when we have gone, we've got each other. That you have yeah. got each other. Yeah, no, you know, that's I've, right. It's nice to know that you you you'll yeah. be there for each other, and I know you will. Yeah. So that's comforting to me, you know, because I wouldn't like to think that you didn't have anybody. No. No, it's not like that anyway. No. It wouldn't be like that. No. No, definitely that's, not. That's enough of that anyway. Yeah. But um, anyway. just in case anyone thinks that it's inappropriate that we were making the jokes about inheritance and go on, leave us soon. This is how we cope with things in this family. So it's kind of... Yeah, I know they we, love me, really. Yeah. Oh, God, we, yeah. We like, to, we like to make a joke about things that are on the cusp of being weird and sinister. <laughs> but it's the way that we cope, isn't yes. it, through our sense of humour. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, it's not... 
it's not that we really do want her to die. We just <laughs> think it's funny to... <laughs> I don't know. Every time you it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, they were fighting over my paintings the other day. Who was going to have what painting? No, no, we were fighting on who was going to get stuck with them. <laughs> Should we bury him or burn him? No. Stick him on eBay for 99 p They'll be worth a fortune one well, day. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they'll be worth a fortune yeah. one day. You yeah. laugh. You yeah. laugh at me, yeah. but you wait. No, Mum is a fantastic artist, so... What kind of thing is it you're doing at the moment? You're at the moment because because I am getting old and decrepit, and and my eyesight's going a little bit. She's got arthritis in her fingers. I haven't. Oh, I thought you did. Oh. Oh, well, then sorry. Yeah. For an old bird, I'm quite healthy, thank you very much. <laughs> I just can't see very well. Blind as a bat. No, um, I've got a cataract coming, so. Um, so where I used to do portraits and lots of detailed work, now it's a bit tricky for me. So, And I do love playing with paint and colour. I've got this new technique of acrylic pouring. It's just like um, a, more of an abstracty kind of thing, which I usually can manage to see something in it. And I kind of pick it out like the phoenix there was um, one I did with coppers and golds and things and, and I found a phoenix rising out of it, which is kind of like a metaphor for what's actually happening to me right now. Mm. Mm. So that was interesting. And the next one's going to be a baby elephant. Oh, is it? Yes. What, the grey one? Yes. It's got, ah. it's got a little baby elephant coming out of I'll that have to one. Look at, I've not seen that one yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. So it's a baby elephant coming out of that one. Yeah, because so. I said I couldn't see anything in that one, didn't I? Yeah. But actually there is. The, you, you can see the shape of a baby elephant. Oh, pick it out so that's good oh, yeah the pouring just in case anybody doesn't know it's it's basically you put lots of different colours of paint don't you in a cup yeah mixed with some Floetrol put squirts of silicone in and which is, is that creates the bubbles um, then you kind of tip it somehow whichever way you want onto yeah. the canvas and then let the whole thing just emerge and yeah, just move it around. Move it around. It? And then after that, you have to torch the painting just very lightly just to bring the, the silicone to the surface, which creates cells, you know, different, lovely, lovely different patterns. And so that kind of gives yeah. you the background. It makes it quite pretty. Yes, it but does. Eh? But the art, the art's something you've always done, isn't it, really? And you yeah. think yeah. When, you, when you added your um, art A-level... We talked about that the other day, weren't we? Yeah, I did my O-level at 16 and my dad passed away. I did my A-level at 45 and Granny died. So I thought, I'm not taking any more exams. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't want, a, I don't want to lose there's anybody There's else. a thread running here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a miss. <laughs> no, actually, I was quite proud of the A-level because yeah, when be. they started off, I always, like from school... Um, I would have liked to have gone to art college but because my father died and obviously there wasn't a lot of money around and because he was so young, he was only um, 30, oh, was he 36 or 38? I think it was 36. He had no pension, so which meant that we were brought up on Social Security and there really wasn't much money around at all. So I had to sort of go out to work um, rather than go to college and stuff and I always wondered where I could have gone with it 
I think it was around about that time, and I suddenly thought, you know what, I'm going to try it. It mm. came up on one of these summer course things. It was an A level over a course of supposed to have been a two year course, but it actually it all had to be in after a year. Mm. So it was really intense. And it started off there was about fifteen, I think, fifteen or so people, a lot of youngsters, and I think there was about three older people, you know, me included. And um, I think there was only three of us that actually completed it. And then I got a B. So considering considering I spent half that time nursing granny. Yep. And looking after your family. Looking after the family Mm. and I can remember crying my eyes out when I was trying to frame all my stuff ready, get my portfolio ready for the actual exams and stuff, bawling my eyes out, you know, because Granny had gone, and yeah, so, and I still got a B, so, and yeah, actually, I never, I never quite finished it, there was a couple of pieces of work that I didn't quite make, so I might have got an A if I'd done it completely, so. But still, it's... Anyway, I was, uh, I was pleased but, yeah, with that, yeah. A B is fantastic still, yeah. with everything else that's going on. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, there was a lot going on then, but then it just feels like there's been a lot going on constantly, you know, and it's not until you start talking about stuff, you know, when when you literally go from time slot to time slot to time slot and you realise just exactly what's happened, mm. you know, because when we were talking about, like, Grandad going, Nan going, you know, Granny going, then Nana, and it was all over a space of four four years I think it was so it was like everybody was feeling grief I was like I said having trouble with the menopause as well on top of everything else yeah so that there was a lot of you know and I often wonder how much that affected you personally Gemma because you were only young yeah and me looking back now I suppose could I have been more supportive not really and to either of you really because I, I don't you don't remember it as being bad no I just I look back at you know like I, I obviously note it you know because I don't tend to look back I well, would no, look forward no. but when I do think back I don't think oh I had a terrible time I know that you I noticed that you were sad mm. you know and I didn't know what to do mm. to sort of make you happy mm. And I think that's it with me, is that I I want to make people happy. Mm. I don't... And that's kind of why I do this, because yeah. I want to make people laugh. Yeah. Not much in this episode, obviously, no but... <laughs> 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 but, you know, still, it's, um, you know, it's something, because I just think, well, if there's at least ten people out there that are laughing, then that's... Yeah. I've touched ten yeah. people, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know how many people there is, but... Yeah. Quite sensitive... You know, both of you are sensitive as well. In fact, really, we too sensitive are. sometimes. Yeah, I think are, it's really. a right pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, but having said that, though, that that makes you a little bit more empathic, if you like, to other people's feelings. Yeah, but then sometimes you take it on board other people's feelings, and mm. you forget that they're not yours. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's another lesson. That's part of the lesson that you have to learn that you, mm. you know, you can be sympathetic for people and stuff like that but you just don't take it on board no. mm-hmm. but also the other thing was is that you read into things a lot more when you're sympathetic when you're around when sensitive you, yes yeah you know but do you know what's interesting to me is is because i when i when i hear you both saying these things mm. 
I think I can't have done too bad a job of protecting you from some of the things that were going on uh, when you yeah. were little. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because there was a lot of things that were going on when you were little. That, yes. And obviously now when I'm talking to you, it, it didn't make any everlasting, you know... That, well, that we know of. Well, uh, yeah, but, but you yeah. would be bringing it up. You wouldn't be saying that you were happy would you no and i agree i agree with what you're saying I mean, but at the same time i block thing. a lot of things as well so it's kind of like if there was anything okay. then i probably blocked it out if it was anything so but yeah, i don't i don't think there was but then that's not good if you if you block things out either is it oh it's better than to keep it in your head mm-hmm. but then at the same time then everybody's different yeah everybody and that's the thing yeah. Yeah. From my point, from my point but of view, I have, I have to know. It's like seeing everything has been. All feelings are okay. If Gemma feels like that's the way she wants to cope with it, yeah, it could. It doesn't matter how much you or I say. Mm. Well, that that's not helpful. Mm. But that that might not be. our that's our way of thinking that it's not helpful. But for Gem, mm. but then having said that, they what's the point in going backwards anyway really because it 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 was what it was we were all doing what we could at the time with the knowledge that we had and the best way we could get through things and stuff you know we're all unhuman nobody nobody gives us a book to tell us how to do stuff no you know and it's like i've always said to both of you as long as you do everything with love in your heart that can't be wrong can it no you know you know you just just keep loving each other and talking to each other and Always and, and keep it open. Yeah, and Gemma always needs to remember that I, I am the favourite child. Yeah, I was going to end the episode with that. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, well, you can cut that bit out and end it with that then. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna end the episode. Not yet, no. but um, with so, Mum, which of us is your favourite? <laughs> but I won't answer yet. Oh, okay. Now I would just say to you. Ben, no, don't answer yet. Oh, that's okay. not the end of the episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like either of you then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's stated. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> yeah, dear. But now going back to what you said, Lee, uh, you know, like when Nana died, I remember, you know, because obviously mum and dad went to North Wales, because mm. that's where every, everybody was. Mm. And uh, yeah, I remember you taking care of me and looking after me. And you see, and that's nice, and for me, that's nice to hear. Actually, this, I know, lovely, this, this episode. Mm. I know is quite cathartic for us mm. I, and, and I hope that other people when they listen to this get something from it mm. and, and it might not be quite as upbeat and as jolly as usual but it's quite thought provoking mm-hmm. because that's the first time that I've heard that from, from Jen mm. but, and, but for me it's not that I blocked any of it out but I don't remember I remember very little of mm. us when we were no, but I remember we things age. like you, you painted my face with oh, well, I remember that. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I remember that. I've got that picture, which I can, I can remember when it happened, when myself, Brian, Brian Royce, although Royce isn't in the picture, and Dave, and you're in the picture next to me. It was on Facebook recently. Yeah. And you're next to me, and I've got my arm around you, and we've been off to uh, for a walk down to, down to um, Portion. Yeah. And back, and that, oh, God, it was only about... Like 12, 13? 12, 13, yeah. I suppose, yeah. Maybe a bit older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't, I mean, there are bits and pieces, mm. but again, I suppose 
as as I'm reflecting back and I'm, I'm older and I've got my own children. Yeah. And I think about some of the things that I wish I could have remembered with my own children sometimes. I think about you and I think, I wish I'd remembered more about you. But well, do, don't you think it's it's one of those things that there's so much goes on that it's almost like you get overload. Probably. And, and, you, mm. and like you said, you block things. It's kind of nature's way of... Of helping you to carry on, isn't it, really? Yeah, Because if you block things... I mean, I've blocked a lot of things, too. Yeah. You yeah. know, I've blocked a lot of things. But one... Uh, two favourite stories that I've got with you. Oh, go on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first one is a favourite story, but it's not very good. <laughs> not, not very good for you. Um, <laughs> do you remember the time when I was about four and me and you had a massive fight and Andrew was round. I won't say his last name, but Andrew was round, and you were showing off. And I said, "I'm going to go and get Mum." And you said, "Go on then." And so I walked oh. to the bottom of the garden, walked all the way down the road. Oh Christ! And, yeah, yeah, nearly got run over by a van. Oh, oh done. because <laughs> oh, I was in the chemist. Because oh, you were in the chemist. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes, I said to you, yeah. and I went, "Mum." <laughs> I said, "Where's Lee?" And you said, I've come here on my own. And I nearly wet myself. I thought, oh, my God. I said, did you cross that road by yourself? And you said, yeah. And I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So I remember there being a van. It, I mean, it could have been just a small car, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. but to me it seemed like a van. Yeah. You know, obviously screeching to a halt. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and then just, like, obviously going in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did so. it did it kick off when mum came home? Do you remember mum telling me off? Oh yeah. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh, and you yeah. were like, <laughs> you're not you the favourite one now. You told me to go and get mum. You tell mum, so I did. And then it was a competition we could shout the loudest yeah. again, mum. Yeah. Was oh it? yes. Yeah. 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 Which seemed. I don't think in that case. I don't think you did. To be honest, I think oh, no, you felt so I terrible. Wouldn't. I'm not being funny. I would have won. Yeah, I think you I would always quite won. rightly. Yes. I always won. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not between me and you, though. <laughs> and then the other time was this is a much funnier and lighter story. <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> it's not all pick on Lee Day. Yeah, we went we went up to the field because it was a snowy day. Yeah. And uh, we'd made, made a snowman and stuff, and we were throwing snowballs at each other, and it went got, and you threw a snowball, and it got caught behind my glasses. <laughs> I remember that! I remember that now! I remember that now! We do remember that now, yeah! Yeah. I was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't yeah. see! Yeah, I like, was just completely stunned, it was like. but yeah it's really rare that it actually snows in Weymouth Um, it hardly ever snows does it so so yeah so we were quite close to this field so we just went up yeah sliding down on a tin tray or whatever yeah I don't think we took a tin tray but where was that where was who was it that threw a snowball at dad and it went in his ear (laughs) I don't know threw a snowball at dad and it went in his ear yeah yeah he had a whole load of it <laughs> I remember. I remember, I remember it, but I don't remember yeah, who threw it. I remember when we went to. I'm assuming it must have been Chester Zoo. Oh gosh, yeah, and that's that, when you went to North Wales then. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, we went to North Wales, and that was that, that gorilla, and everyone was oh, up yeah. at the window, and everyone's looking at the the ape enclosure, and oh look at that, look at what he's doing, look at what he's doing, and the big silverback silver yeah. just sort of kept his eye kept his eyes on 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 our dad. 
and he bent down, still got his eyes on, on our dad, and he's got his hand going down, he's picked, picked something up, he couldn't see what it was at the time, picked something up, and he turned around, he went, and he threw this lump of poo at the window, <laughs> and it was it aimed right at dad. <laughs> he saw it coming there, yeah. he took it out of the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but there was a window there, so he wouldn't have got... No, there wasn't. There wasn't a window no, there. There wasn't a window. It was, in, it was an enclosure thing. It was an enclosure oh, thing. It, we were sort of like a, like a fence thing, and then you've got like a <laughs> big cutout ditch. Do you, like that, do you like that one of that woman on YouTube? That one with that woman, that, that lady. Oh, God. That lady who sat in, in the wheelchair. This is politically correct. Don't worry. She sat in it, and it was very similar to that. And you threw it through this this silver back through the poo, and it landed on her nose. <laughs> She's like, <"Aah!" laughs> "Have you seen that?" I don't think I have. <laughs> I need to look oh, it up. I don't go on YouTube very often. And see, we're back. We're back to poo and poo and we again now, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, Sensitive dear. and poo and we. Do you remember that little hat that you used to have that time when you? I had a picture of you in the snow. It was around about nineteen seventy. Yeah. Five, six, something like that. Like the one that. with the flaps that come down. Yeah, I used to love you in that little hat. Flaps. Eh? Yeah, little Russian hat type of thing. Yeah. 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 And you used to have those hats that Nana made, that Nana used to make, with all the, like, the finger loops all over. They had masses and she kept on making these finger loop hats. I don't remember them. Yeah. Yeah, there's just, like, loads of little loops all over your head. It's like you had little pink hair or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, little bonnety things. Yeah. I don't know, I don't remember that. Yeah. Obviously they were insignificant. And walks to... in the woods, going to yeah. Duncan Woods. Yeah. Feeding the swans. Normal family stuff really. Yeah. yeah. Falling off a Shire horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to tell the story of uh, falling falling off the Shire horse. How old was I? Uh about like seven? five, six, something like that. Yeah. yeah. You weren't uh, very old. Okay, so I was about five, let's say. It's more dramatic for yeah, the story. Yeah. <laughs> in town, there was an event going on, so yeah, managed to ride on a Shire horse. So obviously, but it was the brewery. It was the brewery horse, wasn't it, from the brewery square? Yeah, yeah. But most people won't know what the brewery is. Okay. So. And basically, it was barebacked. So I was up on this Shire horse, so I'm only five, so I'm already probably about ten foot. But still, obviously, I'm up really, really high because it's a big, massive horse. And I didn't want to squeeze my legs. Because he cause... told you to squeeze your legs and hold on to the mane. Yeah. Squeeze your legs in tight. Yeah, I held on to the mane, but I didn't squeeze my legs because I didn't want to hurt the horse. <laughs> because I was... I don't I... know if you even felt you up there. No. No, probably not. But, you know, still, I, I absolutely love animals and I was, like, really sad. You know, I didn't want to sort of hurt them or anything. And, yeah, so then slowly I just start sliding off the horse <laughs> as it's moving. <laughs> Lands in the road. Oh, like, God. Yeah, she did. She landed in the road. And I thought, oh, I was having kittens. I, I was Because we were watching. How am I going to explain this to Dorset County Council? There's a massive <laughs> hole in the ground. <laughs> no, I was just watching with Dad. Yeah. And I said, oh, my God, she's fallen off. She's fallen off. And I went to rush up there, and Dad said, wait. So I waited. The man picked you up, plonked you back on again, and, and you were fine. You just got up, and that yeah. was it. I was really worried, because I thought... Cause it, I mean, that was quite a distance. That yeah. horse was huge. It was a big dray horse. Mm. Yeah. It was huge. But just picking up on something there, with Dad doing that, stopping you from 
yeah. jumping in, mm. you know, was the best thing that, that's the type, that's what I mean about with him, mm. that of him being that type of person that, mm. that sort of brings calm and sort of, that sort of settled, sort of like, that's, you know, hang, mm. hang on a minute, mm. you know, you've got to learn, you've got to learn, mm. you know, hold on next time. Yeah, and then you, you haven't told everybody about your shandy. Oh, I did actually. Oh, you're on the Welsh this, Shandy. Yeah, yeah, it's called this week's episode. Is actually that this week coming out. Yeah. So last week, in this sense, yeah, it, the episode is called Welsh Shandy. Oh, was so, it? So yeah. All oh, right. And yeah, the other thing that I was thinking of as well was when we went to Poulton's Park, and there was a metal slide, and I was scared to go down it. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, and I decided that I was going to hold onto the side as I was sliding down and I managed to burn all the way all of my arm all of the way you know from sort of wrist to elbow sort of thing and uh it but it didn't stop me I I just then was like okay cool yeah I know where it goes it was so funny to see your face because you left your eyeballs at the top yeah (laughs) (laughs) your eyeballs were so wide it just looked like a like a cartoon character. Yeah. Her eyeballs are right up here, and she's down at the bottom. <laughs> but um, yeah, you went on the death slide, didn't you? Which was the slide next to it. Did you go on it? Or I don't. I don't honestly remember. I don't honestly remember that. So I remember. I you, think he did actually. I, I'm sure. I Gemma was on did. like the baby version, and you were on the baby version. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you were on a. It, it was won. like a pure drop. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I get. I I used to get sick when he used to take. I'd take Hannah and Jessica out on blooming kids' rides, and we went to uh, Butlins. Mm-hmm. Some of the rides there, and he started, "Go on, let's go on the rock and tug boat uh, ride." You know, and yeah. there's this boat that sort of goes, it goes left and right. Next thing I know, I'm like blooming. Oh, don't like this. <laughs> I feel like I feel sick. Yeah, but that's probably something to do with what's going on. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's something I remember. You, you saying that. I took you to you know the fair the, what, what used to be the fairground that's not there now mm. put, put you on a little roundabout thing yeah I want to go on a roundabout I want to go on a roundabout so I put you on a roundabout <laughs> yeah he gets on there I want to get off I want to get off <laughs> and he wouldn't stop because you, because you had that vertigo thing or whatever it was at the time but we didn't know quite what it was at the time mm. And you were absolutely paranoid, and this young laddie would not stop the roundabout for me to get you off. So I had to run round with the roundabout trying to, to get you off. Oh yes, and, and that time when you swallowed the sweet. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. we were going to go into town. It was only supposed to be a quick visit into town. I really didn't want to go, and I had to take Lee into town with me. And at the time, he was a proper stocky kid, and for every year that he was, he was a stone. Still am. Yeah. I'm 45 now. <laughs> we had to get a crane to get him in the house. <laughs> no, but he was about three stone. There's three years old, and he was about three stone. And I'm in boots, the chemist, mm. and you're. I'm trying to get served at the counter, and you're going man, man, man. So, so I give you a sweet, trying to get served. Next thing I know, you're going mum, mum. <laughs> you're choking on this bloody sweet and I'm thinking to myself oh my god he's choking don't panic don't panic you know what to do bend him over your knee smack him on the back so I'm bending you over my knee smacking you on the back people are gathering and looking at me as much as look at that wicked woman hitting that child nothing was happening 
and then I was thinking to myself, oh God, that's nothing's happening. So what am I doing? So then I poked my fingers down your throat, and still nothing. It's the worst thing. You I know, do, I know, I know that mm-hmm. now, but yeah. I didn't know because I thought I was trying to make him sick. But that was just making it stick. He's mm-hmm. going a funny colour, and then I was thinking to myself, oh my God. Meanwhile, there's a bigger crowd gathering. And it disgusts me know, that that bigger crowd did not do anything. Well, no, no, no. And there was yeah, a man stepped forward, luckily. And he said, he said, but until that point, no. Well, I don't think. Yeah. I think everybody thought I was just hitting him. Yeah. You know. And then suddenly, this man stepped forward and he said, "Can I help you, love?" And I said, "Oh yes, please." So I said, "Can you hold him upside down?" So he held you upside down. Oh, one of them. Yeah. So then I just, I went, "Oh God, help me!" And I went bang like that, punched you in the back between the shoulder blades, and <laughs> out come the sweet. Meanwhile, down comes the manager from the sh- from upstairs. And I'm having to carry you then up about three flights of stairs with my legs are shaking, I'm traumatised. I could hardly stand and there I am trying to carry a three stone child up three flights of stairs, then back down again to the ambulance. And I get home and mum says to me, I thought you were only going to be quick. I said, we've been in the hospital and I nearly killed Lee with a sweet. <laughs> oh, I bought my eyes out and I just fell asleep after that. I was so traumatised yeah and you were just off playing with your cards you were fine you're only about 23 I wasn't very old yeah probably went back downstairs picked the sweet up off the floor and (laughs) 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 what's a waste of a sweet (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but it did it was it was really horrible it really scared me it's funny how those horrible things always stick in your mind the nice Mm. things maybe not quite so much it's weird isn't it yeah you know unless they're overly overly nice you know, but they have to have a real strong power on you, don't they? That's a human bad that's, memories. I, I think that's that's without being too analytical about. It, I think that's just the human condition. I think. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Tell us the story of how you met Dad. How I met Dad. I was actually going out with his friend <gasps> at the time. Oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how I met him actually. I think we've just been at a dance, and I was talking to his friend. And he sort of asked me out. But his friend, although he was nice, he had a ribbon eye and he was just a little bit over the top for me. And he he was one of these sort of people that was always looking over my shoulder to see what who yeah. the next gorgeous girl was sort of thing. And I couldn't be doing with it. No, couldn't don't be doing crap with it. in your life, did you? No. And I saw this um, dad, you know, we used to just chat. And, and then, yeah, we just used to make conversation and stuff like that and then he said to me one time he said are you still going out with I won't say his name yeah and I said no not anymore I said he's got too much of a roving eye for me and he said do you fancy coming out with me so I said all right then and this was on Valentine's Day we had our first date we went into the ship in Weymouth and then I think it was on our second date he kissed me goodnight, and he said, I'm going to marry you. And I said, are you, you cheeky sod? <laughs> he said, yeah. He said, I know. He said, I know, obviously, it's too soon now. He said, but I'm going to ask you. He said, I will ask you again. And it's so funny, because Dad wasn't an overly expressive person, was he? No. But no. when he'd had a drink... Yeah, <laughs> you'd hear all the stories. When he'd had a drink, he was... All the loveliness that was Dad kind of came out more the tension yeah. the tension inside him fell away yeah yeah it, it was just lovely and then um bless him he 
put up with me just because I mean when we first started going out I couldn't because of the situation I was in I couldn't go and just go out because obviously I had Lee and there was no one although there was people at home to look after Lee they didn't want to so I had to kind of fight for a night off yeah so the night off started off as a darts night ladies darts night so he used to just come along watch and ladies darts nights in those days used to drag on and on and on because you could never get the doubles to get out and he used to just stay there watch and then he'd take me home and he did that for about 18 odd months bless him week after week you know just one night a week and I thought you know you can't that's that's, that's a good dedication to you, that's isn't a good it? Man. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a good man. And then we kind of got a bit more serious and actually then Granny started to say that he could kind of come in because, you know, Granny was agoraphobic and mm. yeah. a bag of nerves and one thing and another and didn't like people coming in. And she quite liked him as well. And because when, when he first met Mum and me, he never used to... He used to hug like you were aboard. Yeah. You know, he'd... he'd be upright he wouldn't lean in and give you a hug mm. he'd be upright and and granny said go on give us a hug <laughs> <She used to. laughs> so that was that and then of course over the period of time because i always used to cuddle him and hug him he started to learn to hug more and then he started to hug his family yeah when we used to go and see them mm. and of course then he took me up to see nana and granddad meet the family and everything yeah because dad was one of six yeah. Kids, wasn't he? So yeah, he was the second eldest. Yeah, yeah. So we met them, and of course you came up, didn't you? Yeah, you came up as well, and we all got on really well. They yeah. liked us. They, they they liked us and everything. And then when we were on our way back, Lee turns round, and in those days it wasn't seat belts or anything in the car, was it? And you were in the back seat, and you leaned forward, and you said, "Oh, by the way, did Mum tell you I want you to be my dad?" And <laughs> then that was it wasn't it really pretty much yeah and yeah. then he said he said do you know what I've been thinking because neither of us wanted to go home we didn't want to leave each other after we'd been on holiday because that's the most time we'd ever spent together yeah we didn't want to leave each other after that and he said do you know what he said I think it's time we got married you know and then when we told you you cried he cried do you remember that? I remember that was down at the flat, wasn't it? Yeah, that was down yeah, at the I remember, flat. Yeah, I remember being sat on the floor. Yeah, we've got something to tell you. Yeah, be- between you both. You both sat either, you know, on the, on the mm. two-seater, I'm sat on the floor. Yeah, and you told me. Yeah. yeah and I remember him crying and me crying. Oh, I was crying, crying. yeah. We oh, that's the, I think that's the only... It's probably the only time I can remember seeing him. Yeah, the only other time was when his dad died. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah but didn't we know. didn't see that. Didn't see that anyway, no. Yeah. Because, no. yeah, he was, he was up in North Wales, wasn't he? Yeah. So. But I, for me, I remember that as being, like, one of those, like, super emotional, yeah. happy... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's the really happy ones. Really, really really happy. Yeah. Yeah. And that was lovely. Yeah. And then, of course, then, then we got married. And... Obviously had sex before marriage, because I was already... I was already <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dad was thinking, shit, better marry her now. (laughs) No, no, to be fair, I wasn't bothered about getting married because I'd already been married and it it was. It didn't. I wouldn't say it doesn't have the same meaning to me, but it. 
that's not true. But I didn't want him to feel that he had to marry me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, you know, and like I said, you you were always planned in a way, but you came quicker than we thought. Yeah. You know, because I honestly didn't think I was going to fall quite as quickly for you because we were always intending to live together. And that was my, yeah. my plan. And then he said he didn't like the idea that we weren't married, that it wasn't... I mean, the new... He wanted it to be a stable family. Yeah, stability. Yeah. 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 But, of course, then you had a... Lee had a different name. But then, of course, then I was a Williams. You were a Williams. Obviously, Dad was a Williams. So that's how we kind of come to make you part of the family as well, by mm. having to adopt you. Mm. Although you were already part of the yeah, family. Yeah, and, and, like, and like, I think... And we you t- were about 12, and we bought yeah. you a bike, didn't we? That's right. Yeah. yeah. To and celebrate. We, and we touched on that earlier on. But like I said, he was never... For him, he was all he was always dad. Yeah. There was never any, mm. you know. And I and I've always said I've still like for me I've still got no inclination to want to find to find my real dad. No. And I never will have. You've always said to me, mm. if you want to, fine. Yeah. And even when dad was dad was here, yeah, yeah that's fine. You want yeah, to, I've of never course. We'd honour honour that. We'd honour no, that if you want to. Anything. I've never wanted to because that's it's fine. always been. He was my dad. You're my mum. And you're my sister, not yeah. stepsister, yeah. or anything like that. You're my mm. sister. Yeah. So apart from that one time, you're my brother apart too. Apart from that one time, <laughs> when you hated the very ground I walked on. <laughs> yeah, well, I was probably being a little shit anyway. So, yeah. but that's what families do, and families are, aren't they? But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think we've done too bad. Mm. But how did you feel about Dad? You know, because he was like he wasn't always as expressive as he perhaps could have been no I always said I can't remember when I started saying it to be honest but up until the age of 18 obviously me being 18 he was kind of the man that just sat in a chair you know obviously he worked hard and you know well you hardly ever saw him did you because he did work hard yeah out early and yeah late and when we did like spend time together it was nice but I just don't really remember much mm. to be honest but yeah it was kind of only because I remember him being there mm. and I knew that I, he loved me mm. but only because like you told me mm. in a way but at the age of 18 because I like started you know going out drinking and learning to drive and stuff like that is like maternal hit is it maternal paternal paternal um, sort of kicked in and you know like we started doing more together mm. you know and it was actually quite nice that mm. we actually spent more time together and I remember when I was broken hearted about a guy that I really liked oh, yeah. yeah and he just gave me the m- biggest of hugs because I you know like because of the distance we didn't work out sort of thing mm. and it still it still upsets me to this day that he, that didn't work out in a way because mm. it was really good but you know it was it was just the fact that he gave me the massive cuddle. You're like, you were cuddling me, but mm. because he gave me one, mm. it meant so much more mm. because you always did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or, mm. like, any time that Dad would give you advice, regardless of whether it, he was repeating, in short, <laughs> what you'd just said, mm. in length. <laughs> yeah, it, it meant more coming from him because mm. because he'd actually said it. Yeah, yeah. I gave him the words, and then he said it, and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, but at the same time, it's still, 
it still meant more coming from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Because it actually made the effort to actually say it. A lot of the it. time, a lot of the time, he felt it. He just didn't know he, as a man thing. Mm. You know, you and, and don't I, always know how to express. And I, and I, t- I, I would totally agree with what Gemma just said. Then, mm. totally, because my own experience with him, you know, man and man and man, if you like, mm. would would sort of my experience runs parallel with with Gemma's, and I can remember the time when we went. He obviously wanted to make an effort to spend more time with me, so we went fishing that time. I remember mm. going fishing mm. with him. Did I come once with you as well? Because I've got a vague memory going. You might fishing. well have done. Yeah, you might I don't well have done. Remember it fully. So. Mm. But I can remember sort of. We did do lots of different. Oh, we things. did. We all did lots of things. Oh, we did caravanning lot... and different yeah, yeah. things and going off yeah. different places. But it's or... interesting. It's interesting that our memories, memories are, different. are different. Of again. Yeah, but there's, of, there's of individual that gap. situations that gap. Yeah, yeah. There's that age gap. Yeah, yeah. So, but... Lee, tell us about how many times we had to have fish pie. On the subject of fish, I'm glad you turned to the subject of fish. Yes. Well, there always seemed to be an abundance of fish or an abundance of cheese was the other one. Oh, there's always cheese and, and, in this house. Yeah, and I, whenever, I used to, whenever I used to come home and I was, used to go to the fridge and pick at the fridge and mm. want something to eat, and Mum would say, Mum would say, well, well actually it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't you, it was Dad, wasn't it? Said about there's always cheese, wouldn't it? He'd always mm. say that. And I said, Well, there's nothing in the fridge to have. There's any so and so, there's only this. Well, just that, that cheese sandwich. There's no cheese sandwich. Wasn't decent. <laughs> but fish pie. There's nothing wrong with cheese. Now, I don't, where did that come from? I think you only ever did it I, once. I did only ever do it once. <laughs> but it just I. seemed like it just seemed like an eternity, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. I, yeah, I like you were always cooking fish pie yeah, all the no, time. No, I wasn't. No, we I lived think off fish pie. We lived off it. I think it. <laughs> I think it was you just being dramatic. To I be it was a gruel. Gruel. Get on with yeah. Bread and dripping. But again, you know, the, the thing was, is when Dad left the navy, we didn't have very much money. You know, so you know, it was hard to make ends meet. So really, to be where we are now. I know it's because Dad's passed away that we've been able to afford to buy the bungalow and everything, but mm. we'd never had any money. And I can remember making new school trousers. Oh, yes, you meant this, this, this is good. You said about making new school trousers. Do you remember when you used to make all the um, Mr. Men characters? Mm. Yeah. Because you made, made, made some for me, made some for you. And, like, so, and Auntie so Linda's then. still got them. She washed them and her grandchildren have got them. Has she? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. She washed them all I've up. still got I've still got Soldier and Mr. Bump. Yeah. So they'll be 45 years old. Yeah, well, there you go. 40, 46 on the 13th. Yeah. But then it just goes to show, you know, I mean, I... Oh, shit, it's his birthday coming up, isn't it? Well, that's right, he's had his present, you know, anything <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, I've had my present off you, haven't I? <laughs> Can this be yours? <laughs> Fine by me. Okay, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Slip your no, tongue. I used to have to sit night after night, you know, with all these clacking away on my little singer sewing machine, making all these toys so that you could have presents and stuff. But that was before I knew Dad. Dad, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, trying to make ends meet and yeah. But I made you those school trousers and trying to, you know, make clothes and make clothes for myself and stuff. But yeah, tried to make clothes for me as well, didn't you? I made you, you some, did make I did, some I made stuff. you some nice things. You did? Yeah, yeah lovely yeah. 
but yeah wouldn't want to do it now though no i wouldn't want you to do it now no, I, I couldn't be asked with standing still yeah i know you <laughs> fidget bum trying yeah. to take the hem up on something you know just be wiggling around <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh no i mean it's it's not been easy but you you just you just get on with stuff don't you you just get on with life you know and you just do what you have to do and it's like now, you know, like when you look back and we're looking back over all these different things and we've all got different memories, the overall memory seems to be coming through as it wasn't that bad. No. No, and I think also, I think also as well... Bad enough. Yeah, but you look more towards, like Gemma says, she's much more for the, for the now and you always look much more for the future. Yeah. And... I mean, if you'd have asked me... Six years ago, though, my saying probably would have been a lot. Obviously, because seven years ago was when Dad died. Mm. So six years ago, I was well, in a really, really mm. well. Yeah, but six, yeah. seven years this year. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like I was in a really mm. dark and yeah, awful place, like we yeah. all were. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, and you were upset because you were thinking, "Who's going to give me away when I get married?" Yeah. And things like that. And that now doesn't, doesn't affect me any, yeah. anymore. I mean, it does, but yes, it doesn't. Of course. Yeah. It doesn't just bring me to tears every five minutes. And it's the same for me with, Yeah, I won't say, but moving on. Yeah, yeah. and I think, I think that's not necessarily just because that old saying of time is a great healer. I think it's because you just have, you, you find yourself, because you've been through that, you know that you're not going to go there again. And when you recognise that you, you think you're feeling dang, it's like, oh, Mm. It's like saying inside you kicks you up the bum again, mm. and you know that. Oh well, that's all right. I've already got a box for this. Mm. I've already. I know that I'm, that's already in its box, and I've. I've like we said the other day about you know I can accept it to so to so much, and that feels fine with me. Mm. And if there's any sort of a bit of upset that's left, then I can cope with that. Yeah. It's when it becomes overwhelming, which obviously it doesn't. But I think as well with it's it's sometimes like we say it it is a bit of a shame that just the human nature dictates that we all tend to do reflect more on... The negative. On the, on the negative stuff. I don't think that's necessarily, although mm. I have thought from time to time maybe that it's been a, fa- a family trait. Um, no, I think it's just the power but of I the think memories because... It's, it's just the power of the memories and the situations that you that, that are, Well, Gemma's got some powerful good memories. Yeah. Mm. You know, so... Yeah. What are they again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you like you were telling me the other day how you told that driver to get out the effing way? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was um, it was my first car, the worst car that I've ever had. Cost me eight hundred and fifty pound, and it was an old, it was an old banger anyway. But you know, it's a first car. You don't need a, yeah. don't need a brand new one. But yeah, in the end, that cost me. 1,600 to replace every part of it, I think, in the end. <laughs> and it was just a nightmare. But, yeah, me and my dad were driving up in the in the old banger, uh, driving up to sort of the next couple of towns along, and, or Paul in our case, and I was in the fast lane of the dual carriageway, <laughs> and there was this car in front that was just going, like, pfft. say we could do 70 on that road, they were doing something like forty-five, fifty, and in the fast lane, and I just in the end I just turned around and I went get 
out the fucking fast lane, you asshole. Like this. And then, but within seconds, I then remember my dad sat in the car. (laughs) So I go... (gasps) And he just absolutely roared. You know, like he he absolutely killed himself laughing. Because... Like I'd done, you know, because I'd said that sort of thing. Because <laughs> he never ever swore, did he? And then, no. then we were laughing. We were laughing oh, yeah. at that time when he said, pass the effing salt. <laughs> yeah. And we all looked at him horrified and then yeah. we all burst out laughing. <laughs> he didn't realise he'd done it. What yeah. was the other story that we were saying? Oh, I said, oh, well, don't talk about this one now. Um, <laughs> I know it was past the effing salt. Yeah. yeah. We went on to something else. I've forgotten now. Um... There's just so many funny little things, isn't there? Yeah. Funny little things. We'll remember them in a minute. We decided to take a break at this point, so I'm going to play a few little outtakes that me and my mum recorded a little while ago. I was looking for a jingle, basically, and we were just playing about with a few things, so I hope you enjoy this bit. It makes me giggle, so hopefully it makes somebody out there giggle. Sometimes you have to ask yourself. Wrong song. Talking God's wallet, talking God's wallet, talking God's wallet, talking, talking, talking God's wallet. Talking God's wallet, talking God's wallet, talking God's wallet. If you got nothing better to do, just listen to talking God's wallet. Because it's always got something interesting to talk about. Talking Codswallop. When we came back from our break, I had a technical issue where instead of pressing record, I pressed play. So one of the stories, you're going to hear my brother in the background laughing, which, you know, Lee, you could have helped out and not laughed. (laughs) But I had told the story. Actually, I'd gone into quite a length of the story, to be honest. And then I noticed that I hadn't pressed record. Such the stupidest error in the world. But there you go. Things happen like this when when you're doing this kind of thing. But I did then retell the story. And then I also managed to tell my other story a bit later on as well. So that one my brother didn't laugh at because that one is a little bit more serious. So you'll hear it in a few minutes. And we're back for our third chapter. <laughs> well, so none of that was recording then. No. <laughs> oh, was it not? No. Is it now? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, so let's tell the story. <laughs> no, I wanted to tell, well, I wanted to tell the story of my, my finger in the caving. So... Well, there was this one time at guide camp. <laughs> I've not heard this story before. No, no. That seems like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, just going to put a completely different spin on your story, haven't it? Yeah. Basically, what happened was is that I was cutting wood with a penknife at guide camp, and instead of cutting away from myself like a normal person would. I was cutting towards myself because I guess that it probably was easier or I'm just stupid. <laughs> That's probably the answer. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, basically what happened was is that I managed to cut my finger. Down like the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Why you laugh? Why you laugh? It's not funny. Because that was my line. Okay. Down to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the bone. 
basically what's just happened is is that I we stopped had a little break I thought we were recording again we weren't in fact recording so that's why everyone's laughing so I'm repeating the same story that I've just told so please ignore everybody in my family and just listen to me um, mother's mother's the no usual trick of <laughs> telling the story in, 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 yeah interjecting <laughs> yeah so anyway so I cut it down to the bone and the woman who was our first aider was actually terrified of blood. So at that point, I'm like, well, I have to go to see her because, you know, I'm hurt. <laughs> and, yeah, so I walk into the tent that she was in and I was like, um, Gina, I've had a bit of an accident. And I showed her my finger. And she's like, Aah! Goes white. Yeah, goes white. And she's calling for her daughter, which, who was also called Gemma. And I don't feel like the story's got as much meaning to it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll carry on. Yeah. yeah it's fine. And so basically I had to then get driven to the hospital and I had my hand up in the air with, you know, obviously my finger attached in the air. I'm doing the... She's doing, doing the, the actions. Yes, yeah. I'm doing the actions. And it was carnival day. And then, obviously, you... I, you. I got a phone call saying that Gemma had had badly cut herself and I couldn't get to the hospital fast enough so I couldn't get a bus because it was carnival day and it was chaotic so I I got a taxi and even the taxi struggled to get there and by the time I actually got to the hospital Gemma had been seen to and she'd had a nice clean bandage on her on her finger and I looked at her and I think that was about the only clean thing that was on her. I said, my God, you're filthy. That was the first thing I said to her. <laughs> not, not how, how are, are you? you? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I think we, I think we covered that quite well. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. By the time you got there, you think you're full now. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, though, it was pretty, it was a pretty nasty cut. Yeah. yeah, it was. And it, 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 again, it's, it's, the, it's the shock, isn't it? That's, yeah. That's the time when I nicked my thumb. Oh, yeah. At work. Mm. With the bandsaw, was it? Yeah, with a saw at work. Yeah, just getting complacent. Makes your feet go funny. Yeah, I just went... Nick the bandsaw on me with my thumb. I held my thumb. Oh, right. I went up to Larry and I said, Larry, I said, I think think I've just cut my thumb on the bandsaw. Oh, fuck, come here, you bugger. Let's have a look at your thumb. He was was from Liverpool, by the way. (laughs) Let's have a look at your thumb. Ooh, you have nicked it. And then I passed out almost. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. just white yeah. just went out white and yeah. sat there and cut a drain from Cut a drain from your face. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't that bad. But it, again it's a shock. Yeah. It is a shock, isn't yeah. it? Because when you do it, you sort of look at it and go, Ooh, like that and then suddenly a couple of seconds later it's like, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. isn't it funny how shock takes take you to takes you to a different place? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Well, it's like uh, yeah, the, the the fight or flight mechanism as well, well yeah, doesn't but it? But also, it's like again, you know, like what we were saying about my, when my dad died. Yeah. And he dropped dead in front of me on the doorstep, you know, when I was only sixteen. Mm. Mm. And to me, that was like a strange experience, a real surreal experience. And of course, my brother and my sister were there with him because they'd just been to judo, and he's lying on the ground making noises my first instinct is to get my brother and sister who are younger than me next door to the neighbour and 
then it was a case of running around trying to get a phone because in those days there wasn't anybody that had you know you had to go to the local phone box mm. and trying to find somebody who had a car to try and get granny because granny had gone out that evening which was a pain because she never went anywhere and that evening she'd gone out I think they'd had a row as well which probably didn't make things any better, better. Yeah. but again that shock stayed inside me for ages because I just I didn't cry or anything I just shook from head to foot for yeah. about two or three days afterwards yeah and couldn't go outside the front door but again I must have also carried that shock within me for a long time afterwards. in my body you yeah. know, like a post-traumatic probably yeah. still have it probably in still some way. Yeah. Point. yeah it shapes you to some extent but then I had that experience with the physio that yeah. time yeah what experience when I went to the physio mm-hmm. you know where I normally go at the time she was quite a spiritual person and she was doing this thing I don't know because apparently you hold all your stresses and stuff like it's, it's just below your skin and it's called fascia and she was doing this sort of like fascia thing on me. It was just like, really, it just was like shuffling. That's what it felt like. I don't yeah. know quite what they call it. But it was just like she was just pushing and just shifting everything. What, moving energy around? Moving energy around yeah. and moving stuff around. And and because um, I think at the time it, I didn't go for that particular reason. It was just something else that I had a, yeah. an issue with. And then she said, oh, this is so weird. She said, I've never had this before. She said, I've got a man here, standing here, and saying that he's sorry to, that he shocked you. He's so sorry right. that he shocked you. Yeah. And she described him, and she described my dad. And I thought, wow. And the power of having what she was doing to me and having that experience with what she'd said yeah. made me cry my eyes out but it released that whatever that that post-traumatic stress yeah. thing probably yeah you know yeah yeah and it was quite a powerful experience and and it was for her too because she'd never had anything like it but mm. then that's that's me i always having these weird weird things happen to me and different things happen to me so yeah but it, it was it was healing it was a good healing thing it's needed yeah yeah yeah, because I yeah I had my own version of shock type thing when I fell down the cliff. That's it right. Was, yeah, yeah. It was it was about a ninety degree angle slope, and I was following the person who was leading. You know, the adult that was leading, and I walked down, but I must have either lost my footing or stumped, it stepped onto a bit that was a little bit looser you know maybe slightly off what they'd walked you know was there nothing to hold on to no no mm. you're literally just was stepping it um no it was dry and yeah basically i lost my footing and literally tumbled down this slope it was a 90 degree slope and carried on like when i was on the flat i carried on rolling if I hadn't have stopped rolling, I mm. would have gone down a well, sheer drop. Sheer, sheer drop, drop mm. yeah, and sort of plummeted to my death, unfortunately. But thankfully, I didn't, so mm. that was obviously Guardian good. Angel was looking after you. Yeah. Definitely. So, 
I just always remember the girl that I bashed into that, you know, to turn around and she was like, oh, I'm in so much pain. And I'm there sort of unconscious on the floor. <laughs> you know, and, you know, obviously her pain wasn't quite as bad as what mm. mine was. Mm. But yeah, you said um, I got ripped my T-shirt or something. Yeah, yeah. you did. You had your, your quite badly ripped T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And you And I thought at the time... She must have really hurt herself mm. to have ripped her T-shirt. Because mm. it was ripped in quite a few places, mm. you know, so it must have been jagged rock. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And then after a, after a short while, I decided that I was going to carry on because I, in my head I felt fine, you know. Yeah. I, I, soldier on. Yeah. Soldier on, because I really wanted to do it. I got to the mouth of the cave and I just burst into tears and shut down and said, I really can't do this. Mm. You know, I I really can't. Mm. You know, it well, it was never going to happen, basically, no. at that, but that point. But that's it. And then the stress levels start to take over yeah. and then you start feeling numb. Yeah, well, because that's... Yeah, because I, I don't remember the journey on yeah. the way back, so it must have been then yeah. shock kicked in. So, yeah. Yeah. but, yeah... So that's the story of how I yeah. nearly died. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Well, no, it is though. It, it is. It, yeah, yeah I, it, I could have. Yeah. But Do you remember that time when you, well, you didn't nearly really, died? No, <laughs> no, no, you didn't nearly die. But do you remember when when I when I first met Dad, and we were walking over the nose, and you were walking along the wall. Mm. You were walking along the because the, there was like a wall thing there, and you were walking along. Mm. Jabbering away to him, blah, 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 jabber, 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 and you weren't looking where you were going, and there was a stone missing in you. <laughs> there, was like a, there was like a big gap, and you hadn't seen it, and you were still talking to him, and you went, boom, landed down. <laughs> you fell quite a long way. Oh, he roared. <laughs> and you were really cross with him for laughing. A bit, like, a bit like the Only Fools and Horses sketch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you did, you, you, you fell down. It was quite steep, and down onto that beach... I don't remember that. No, no, and you fell down, and and that won't be the first time he laughed at me. No, for he laughed at you, hurting I... myself when he tipped me upside down, playing with me, wasn't it? Yeah. He bumped my head on the carpet. Yeah, and it was hard floor underneath. Tell you about carpet. Tell you about carpet. Yeah, yeah, but he roared with laughter. I was ever so cross with him. He just roared with laughter. And I said, "Stop playing with me!" I said, "Go down and help him. Get him, get him up again." So he dusted you off to see if you were all right, and then you you were all right. So probably an ice cream, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there you go. So yeah. all the time. When you <laughs> tripped over a bench because because <laughs> you were uh, you were looking at Carla walking ahead of you. And Carla is now Lee's wife, but girlfriend at the time. And hello, Carla, if you're listening. Yeah, and you were just walking along, and you're obviously look, checking her out. You know, big man. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> this obviously stationary bench <laughs> just appeared out of nowhere, even though it was there, and you just like tripped and fell on it. <laughs> I don't right. remember that. Oh, I do. Yeah. That sounds about right. Because I was behind going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny though when you do start talking, what what each one individually remembers. Yeah. You know, because like I've said to you before, that time with what happened to my dad that evening, my brother and my sister were talking about the same incident and how all three of us remember the same thing totally differently. Yeah. You know, so it's always interesting when you but share But then you protected memory. them, didn't you, from it, in a way? 
Because you... To some extent, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're that little bit younger. Yeah. But it is interesting, though, how people perceive different things, you know. Yeah. Because, yeah, what was it like after your dad passed away? Horrible. Really horrible. Because Granny had already suffered badly with her nerves anyway. And I think... I didn't realise until not so long ago that they had had a row that night and I think she kind of lived with the guilt thing Mm. for a long time. And then because my granddad was living with us, honestly, how we did it, I don't know, because there was my mum, my dad, my grandpa, Mm. me, my sister and brother, we were all in the same room. Grandpa had a room of his own, and my mum and my dad were living in the living room and on a bed settee thing. Okay. So, and that's all in a two-bedroom flat. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't even be, just just wouldn't even be PC. I was going to say the know. legalities of it now. Yeah, well, it just yeah. wouldn't even be PC, but it was just what you did, you know. I mean, you know, it's just what you had to do. You do what you have, have to, to do. You have to cope. And then, of course, when he died... Granny, who was already suffering with nerves and things, kind of went to pieces a little bit. But then my grand grandpa used to say that he felt guilty because he was old and he'd had his time and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then he used to try and um, make amends and try and help mum by cooking and stuff like that. And then we'd have to have... He'd, he'd start making pancakes first thing in the morning for us to have at tea time. You know, so everything was like rubber by the time we ate. <laughs> but he was trying spotted dick and things like that that he used to make, you know, all this stuff. And and he was just trying to help, yeah. you know, trying to help. But, of course, I, again, you don't realise till you start really thinking about things and the time slots of everything, what is actually occurring. Because I hadn't realised in that same year of my dad passing, because he passed in the January... Um, a day before Granny's birthday, my grandpa got prostate cancer and she had to look after him as well through the grief and she was trying to protect us from, you know, because he was obviously bleeding and things mm, like that. So mm. she was having to clear all that up and stuff so that we didn't... I mean, I didn't even... I wasn't even aware of it. Mm. So How do you know about it now, then? Because we, she told me years ago. Oh, right, She okay. told me years ago. You know, that she was having to do all that. So she was trying to grieve herself, look after her terminal father, yeah. Yeah. and of the same year, in in the um, on the Boxing Day, he passed away. Yeah. So there was an awful lot going on in that year. Yeah. And then after that, she... So that must have been... There was 16 when Dad died, 17, 18, yeah... And after that, she kind of went right downhill. I was working at Bovington Camp, in an army camp. And she I used to, yeah, you used to ride, uh, drive... Tanks. Tanks, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shot machine guns as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but that meant that I was up early in the morning to get my bus, because it's quite a long way away. So it's almost nearly as far as you've got to travel now. Yeah. And um, I was up early in the morning. And, of course, I used to be up late at night because she'd be tearful and whatever, you know. Mm. So I was like a zombie for ages. Mm. And then 
obviously met your dad and I just wanted out. So unfortunately, although I cared for him, obviously at the time I cared for him, it was more on reflection. When I look back, it was more... um, He was meant to come along for me to come into the world. Yeah, but but in a way it it was like for me to be able to escape. Yeah. You know, which was the totally the wrong yeah. thinking. Yeah. Totally, you know, everything about it was the wrong way round, you know. Of course, then that turned out to be a bit of a disaster. So then I ended up going back home again to live. And by then, Granny's in a right old state. So I'm looking after you, Auntie Lynn, Uncle Alan and her. Because Grampy's already gone then. So we're, we're all squashed again back in the mm. flat mm. trying to give you a normal life mm. you know and like when I when I took you to play school preschool you know she, she didn't agree with it but then I thought well you need some time you need to be away from it you know and um, and then I remember one time I'd taken you to play school and I came back and Half the time she was so doped up with tablets and things like that because of her health. I came home one time and she was slumped over the kitchen sink with all this pile of tablets that she'd taken. And I still don't know whether she did it out of confusion or whether it was... On purpose. On purpose or not. But as luck would have it, Uncle Alan was working down at the shop. I managed to run down and get him. He came back. We put granny on the floor sort of thing and sorted her out and as luck would have it an ambulance came round the corner of all things an ambulance came round and I flagged the ambulance down and they came in and then they took her away mm. and um, I never forget these horrible little kids they put her in a chair you know to take her in the ambulance and these horrible kids typical kids yeah you know they were just chanting and saying horrible things and oh they were horrible little buggers but then that was the start of her getting some mental help yeah you know some actual physical mental help yeah you know and then everything sort of changed a little bit then for a little while and i mean we skirted over quite a lot of different things as well but then then um finally i ended up meeting dad but again that took a lot of effort because you were about lee you were about 10 Mm. nine or ten and i my life had must have been about nine yeah, my life totally... I didn't have a life. Mm. I didn't really have a life. Mm. And then I sort of said um, to my brother and my sister, I said, you know, look, it's not fair. I'm doing all this for you. Mm. You know, because everything... We didn't have washing machines or anything. I was washing all the bedding over the bath, all your nappies, everything. You know, everything was done by hand. And I was cooking and everything. And mum wasn't in a fit state doing anything. And obviously she couldn't babysit, so then I sort of said, you know, look, it's not fair. And then Auntie Linda, I think, babysat for me a couple of times and that. So anyway, that that was that. So anyway, finally I ended up joining the darts team. And then that's how I kind of... Yeah, meeting Dad. Meeting Dad. And, and he put up with just one night a week seeing me and that. And, and, and I had to be in by 12 o'clock. Mm. Had to be in by 12 o'clock. Mm. So, you know, I, I honestly don't know how we did it. Mm. I honestly don't know how we did it. And then, of course, then the rest is back to the story of where we went up to North Wales and yeah, and it went off from there then. And he fought for me to get 
a flat. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He was on the phone <laughs> ages with yeah. this bloke. Because I'd tried, I'd been on the list for getting a flat of my own. And there was people coming from away, getting into these places and different things. And I was thinking, that's just so unfair. I kept on... Because I had a roof over my head, even though we were squashed. Yeah. They didn't... Didn't see it. It was a necessity. No. So, he phoned up the chap Mm. and, you know, just give him what for. And he wouldn't get off the phone until he had given me something. Mm. And that's how we come to get the flat. Because he was just tenacious until he... Yeah, yeah. And then then we sort of like started to live together and I was quite happy with that. Yeah. But he wasn't happy when I got pregnant with Gemma. He said it wasn't, he didn't feel comfortable with me. We'll cut that bit out. He wasn't (laughs) happy when he got pregnant, when you got pregnant with me. No, he was happy enough that I was was pregnant, but he wasn't happy not being married. He wanted it to be proper. He wanted it to be done. It's very traditional, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, yeah, it was. But I didn't want him to feel trapped. Obligated. Obligated. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But we did, we had a we had a good respect for each other. You know, I had a love for each other in our own funny way. We had a lot to deal with. But, I mean, as you know, there's lots of other health issues and things to deal yeah. with. But, you know, we did battle through and we managed to get through a lot of things. And I know he loved me and I loved him. And we all loved each other, so... Mm. What yeah. more can you ask? No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like we said earlier, none of us have been affected by anything really traumatically or anything. Mm. You know, yeah, we've all had silly stuff go on, but mm. we're survivors. Yeah, <laughs> I will survive. <laughs> and I hold my head up high and over I did that when I went to Uncle Alan's flat in Germany. He was showing me his little cinema thing and he didn't tell me there was a little step there. And I was thinking something about, oh, we'll survive. And I went over this step and went flying. Yeah. Was this before or after you farted in the German bookshop? Cleared <laughs> the bookshop. <laughs> no, the Germans thought they were being gassed again. <laughs> yeah, it was evil. But ladies don't do things like that. Can no. They? No, what are you then? <laughs> Lavender. Yeah. Flowers. Unicorn oh. puffs. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't go over there. <laughs> it smells like I've just farted. <laughs> don't know why she's... See, we're back to the toilet. toilet I know we said that. That's the yeah. common thread yeah. that runs yeah. through this. I don't know why yeah. she's out uh, Yorkshire, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't go Uncle Alan. Uncle Alan said, since you've been gone, he said... <laughs> He said, there's picture posts, <laughs> pictures of you, he said, with crosses going through them. Don't <laughs> let this woman in the bookshop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was funny, then, just watching people, like, walking, walking as if... Like a wall of fart. Oh, dear. I hope you're not going to put this in, Gemma. Yeah, probably. So, most important question of the episode before we finish for the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mum. Yes. Who is your favourite child out of me and Lee? And, you know, answer correctly. <laughs> well, um, let me see. I remember who's editing it. <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Right, ten out of ten. Uh, you'll need me before I need you. <laughs> Right, you're my favourite, Gemma. Uh, this is the bullshit answer. My favourite daughter. Yeah. 
That's if you have And that's the only answer I'm going to give you. Okay, well, she said my name. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> she said my name first but also she said my name so what I'm if you hear this episode and you hear the fact that she says just my name it's good editing <laughs> good editing yes <laughs> well thank you very much for joining me both of you for mm. this wonderful episode whether it's going to happen or not but regardless thank you for spending time with me yes well thank you it's been a very been a pleasure it's most enjoyable it's been most enlightening go yes. down memory lane yes. we haven't slit our wrists yet so. no, no. <laughs> slit our wrists yet I think it's not time yet. for a double vodka now yes <laughs> that's why I have two tattoos on my wrists I can never slit them <laughs> slice them um, slice them yeah well, <laughs> yes. no that was yeah. uh, it was interesting. Yeah. It was quite interesting going back down memory lane and, yeah, yeah. everybody's different stories. stories. Yeah. yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.
but I already found some makeup good ass around And this is why I go to the bedroom and I put on all your fancy dresses Good ass around like a lonely guy I go to the bathroom and I put on all your fancy makeup Good ass around and this is why Gonna go to the bathroom and I'll put on all your fancy makeup. Gonna dance around and this is why.